So yeah, let's welcome everybody out today to uh, episode 54 of Utah in the Weeds. My name is Chris Hollifield. And I'm Tim Pickett, a medical cannabis expert in Utah and a provider here. And today's episode oh, man, is, I am so excited we were waiting this for one. this for a while, right? Yeah, this is with Carlos Lopez. This is a patient here, a uh, Utah cannabis patient here in Utah. This guy, he is he's the, the biggest advocate, one, man. He, yeah, he's the number one member of the Utah Cannabis Fan Club. Yeah. Right. But in a good way. I mean, good way. He really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, This is a good... I mean, this guy's got such a great story. I was so excited to have him on the show and share it. Just listen to this this conversation yeah. and uh, this you, was you'll know what I'm talking about. This was one of my conversations. He has a really, really good story. Um, you know, talking about I don't want to give too many spoilers. Yet. I know, right? Talking about his injury yeah. and like how that... How cannabis how that really affected, saved And then his how life. he got back into cannabis or how he got into cannabis from the, in the first place. Yeah. It's just, it's fascinating. Okay. So, so a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, um, 420's coming up 420 on. 420 is coming up next Tuesday. So depending on when you're listening to this, this is, this comes out the Friday before 420. So yes. if you're listening to this so before 420, we got some then, events. Yes, that's right. So one event that I'll mention is a, is a patient drive that we're doing in partnership with EDM Cannabis Shop, CBD Shop on 7100 South and State Street. If you want an appointment for this, it's going to be like food trucks and music, and there's a pretty steep discount. It's This is not a listed event online. You've got to call their shop to get an appointment. Uh, EDM Cannabis Shop, 7100 South and State. Check that out if you want to, like if you really feel like you need to get in for a card evaluation. Uh, you can do that, and then the 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 big events the at big Dragonfly. Event. Dragonfly, uh, and I, they actually posted something on Instagram here. I don't know if you wanted to mention it, Tim, or I can just kind of even read the little flyer here. It just says Utah Cannafest. It's a community event featuring Utah cannabis industry leaders, local artisan booths, food trucks, 420 deals, raffles, and giveaways. And then they're going to introduce the Utah Patient Subsidy Program. Uh, brought to you by the Utah Patients Coalition. That's Mario's group, isn't it? Back. Uh, well, it's uh, Desiree Hennessy. Uh, Desiree Hennessy. Yep. Yeah. Desiree Hennessy runs that group. She's going to announce that program. Okay. In partnership with, and there's there's more than Dragonfly involved in the subsidy program than just than just Dragonfly, but they are definitely the biggest right sponsor the the opening of the event. We are going to give away uh, a couple of free visits in the raffle. Okay. Some free evaluations. There's going to be some other really good gifts. So, you know, come down. And we want to be recording some with the podcast. So if you see That's Tim right. or I, uh, and you want to say a few words, say, hey, I'd love to say a few words on the podcast. And then that way we can record with you, right? Like, yeah, that's right. I don't so know exactly we'll what there. we'll be doing with the podcast, but and I have a few ideas. Yeah, I don't know what time we'll be recording, but I'll be there most all of the day. It says it's know. 11 to 7. So, and they're right downtown, uh, 711 South State Street, right across from like Sapa. And uh, if you yep. know where that is, the old Sears building downtown. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting event. And then I think all of the pharmacies have discount programs, you know, surrounding 420, kind of the the cannabis holiday, right? Cannabis Christmas. Cannabis Christmas. But uh, anything else going on with UtahMarijuana.org that you, you want know, to discuss, You know, we're going to open up, I mean, we could just mention it. We're going to open up our Provo location for evaluations uh, starting May 1st again. So Utah County uh, will have, you know, just more access down there. All kinds of fun things going on. Just stay tuned to the podcast. And in utahmarijuana.org is, is Instagram to go follow uh, you guys over there and see what you guys got going on. Uh, utahmarijuana.org slash podcast. Go there. I mean, we got 
53 other episodes up there. So I know it's a lot, but it's some good content up there. You can learn a lot about the program here in Utah. You can learn a lot about the people here, uh, but there's a lot of good information there. So yeah, it's a great place to go. I really, um, I'm excited for people to listen to this. Yeah, Carlos, Carlos Lopez. Lopez, let's get into this one. Let's, uh, like I said, he's a, a cannabis patient here in Utah. He's got a great story about uh, some different pain issues that he had to deal with and how cannabis has really helped him take the bull by the horn, so to say, and yeah. uh, take life, life on. So anyways, let's get into that conversation. Here we go. Your first time you used cannabis, how you got introduced to it. Let's go back there for you. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. I'm a nineties kid born in 88. So the first time I was introduced, I'm just say no era. You know, I grew up in grade school and dare program. They embedded that in my head, you know, like yeah, I did that yeah, before I, I started class. I did that. Like there was an after program. You did that like almost on a daily. Like, uh huh. And I got it, the t-shirt with the lion, like graduated. <laughs> I the t-shirt. Uh-huh. The dare t-shirt. And, you know, it, for some kids, it probably, you know, it was whatever. But I was only in fourth, fifth grade. You know, it stuck. And so yeah. in my head, I'm thinking this is an evil weed. Like the government, like is saying, like the whole reefer madness, like that was in my head. You know, like it was a mental thing. You know, I was like, no, stay away. Smoking's bad. So, of course, you believed it. Right? I believed it. They, right. They it told was, you. As, a, yeah. as an adolescent, right. And so growing up, middle school, high school goes along. I stayed away from it. I was like, I hung around with kids that did it. I just, it don't do not for me. That was my cop out. It don't do not for me. I was like, did you grow up here in Utah? Yeah. I grew up right here in West Valley, Kearns. Okay. So that's why I was kind of curious. The area that makes, you I mean, Utah, I could imagine Utah. Yeah, but that's an interesting way to put it, right? It doesn't do anything for me. That was like my, my cop That's your go-to, right? That was like my I way remember, of like, yeah. instead of just saying no, because their program was like, just say no. And that worked too, but. Other no, but that I'd... doesn't work in the, in some of these, like these kids have, it's a little bit of peer pressure and it's not like direct pressure. It's right. It's like, you want to fit in, right? You want to be part of the group. Definitely. And that's an interesting way to do it. I, I haven't heard that. So, that's... but I remember kids in high school and, and college, like saying that to me mm-hmm. and now I've got to go back and think, huh, was <laughs> <laughs> that just you not wanting to do it? No, no, that was like just from being young and remembering my program and yeah. like just sticking to what, you know, I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I was doing the right thing and doing good in school. And so, right, school was along and it wasn't until it was at the end of my sen- junior going to senior year, I had an accident. I was shot in the face with a CO2 pistol and the BB penetrated like my left eye socket and it rolled behind my left eye. And it rested there. And so it wasn't until my mom took me like a week later from when the swelling went down to take x-rays that the we saw a little dot in my skull. And like the doctor was like, there's a BB in there. I mean, we got to take that out. And I was like scared. You know, I was like at that time still like, I don't want you to cut my face. And he was like, no, no, we can do a precision. We usually can pull your eye out so far. We work around it, put you out. It's like, okay. We made the date. It happened. They have, I still have it to this day, the little jar with the BB plastic jar with my x-ray. And uh, that's what actually what I took when I went to empathetics to get my stuff yeah. for the first time. Yeah, it was, that was the moment where it, my life changed because from there, ever since that surgery from waking up, they did great. They did a great job, got it out. They were recording it, but I didn't want to watch it because I have a like, weak stomach, so I can't watch stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want the video. But I took the BB and the x-rays. Right. Well, I mean, you got to have something. How long ago was it? Oh, five. This was, so yeah, to answer your question, get back to where you started. This was in 05. This happened. So 20 to 16 years ago. Yeah. 
yeah, mm-hmm. about 16 years ish ago. And I was put on steroids and cortisone shots because I used to have migraine. Ever since that shot, I've had these horrible spiked migraines and this pressure that builds up because on this left side of my face, when the BB hit, hit, there's nerve damage. So it goes like down this along the side of my face. So I have like this outside nerve pain of like, almost like if you could imagine like the tip of a knife, but like a thousand of them throughout that area. And then on the inside, it triggers like the migraines and the headaches. So it's like between the two of them, it's almost like unbearable, you know? So what were you using for pain then? Like at that at that time, they were putting me on opioids, like pain pill. Like I was taking the lower prescription because I, I was starting off with over-the-counter ibuprofen. It wasn't cutting it. From there, the doctor put me on some low-dose lower tab. And the pain was still throbbing and I couldn't, t- it was just gradually going. And the dosage was increasing. The opioid amount was getting more, I don't know if you'd call it more potent. Or, yeah, they just have and, to, you build up tolerance. And, and it was like over, for use. me, it wasn't till the end of high school, my senior year, that after doing the pills for almost a year, and like, it would affect my, my, it'll about like my digestive system. I wasn't able to like use the restroom like I normally would, you know, it would affect my appetite. I just was like. Were you bedridden? Yeah, or, absolutely. So like I was like numb, too. like I would like turn myself off, like. Yeah almost feel like scratchy when I'm taking my medicine. Like just not myself. I was like, this is not me. I just didn't like who I was becoming like over that year. And th- and what people don't understand is like you walk in here, you you look, there there is no physical sign that you have this, you know, that you've had this injury or that you've had this, this uh, opioid prescriptions. Like it's not visible and people forget that, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't until like, you know, like I said, like you said, the tolerance builds and eventually it doesn't stop the pain, you know, because I get this building pressure where it's almost like, almost like a hot iron mixed with like a sledgehammer getting like whacked against your head is when the migraines trigger. Mm -hmm. And then obviously like I can tolerate like the knife pain more than that, like on the outside. But so it wasn't until after the shots and, you know, the pills that a friend of mine growing up with, one of my best friends, actually, he had knee pain for playing football and he always used to use cannabis and smoke, you know, weed back then we call it yeah, or bud, whatever. And it wasn't until then we were hanging out and he's like, you know what, man? And I was having like an episode and I didn't have my script, my pills with me. And he's like, look, try this, dude. Like, he, you know, and at the time, you know, I already was almost done with school. I was thinking, you know, what the hell, dude? You know, I don't have my medicine. It seems to help. You know, he's my friend. He's not going to steer me the wrong way because we grew up together. He's like my best friend. Mm-hmm. And he had like some kind of OG or some, I can't remember, it was a Kush. And that was my first introduction to like real cannabis, like full inhalation. And I remember hitting that flower. And it was just like, like just relief. Like yeah. if you could imagine like things felt tight and gritty and it was just like things just soften and lax, just that pain, like that pressure built up and that iron hot, like just faded. 
So when he let you use cannabis, were you familiar with the term medical cannabis at, all? at all? You were just you were just used to it kind of as a recreational right, thing. Right, 100% kind of. dare program, like just yeah, say yeah. no, but like, you never, this is you, evil you, weed. Yeah, like, sure. You hadn't done any research on it or anything. You Other were just, than like growing up and what the school taught yeah. us, no. Like, no, you're just introduced that's, so to it. So I may be it. like a little ignorant in that aspect, I guess I could yeah, say. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's. But I just thought they were teaching us the right thing because it was school. I don't know. You probably haven't had a ton of opportunity to talk about your story, I would imagine. No. So it's been secret. Yeah. Well, I mean it's in This the is honestly po- like the first time I'm really opening up. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, you and, know, you yeah, know. we appreciate that. And I think vocalizing the story to yourself sometimes really makes a big impact on how you how you you're hearing your own story out loud and you're like, "Oh my god, this is this is real." You said you got your card like a year ago? Yeah, so it was towards the end of last year. I finally was able to be legal, like visiting empathetics and doing research. And actually what got me to it was your Utah in the org. You're oh, following yeah. your IG handle. Like, oh, I was yeah, to Utah Marijuana.org. I, yeah. You know, like I've been I've started hearing your podcast and I started to tie two and two. And yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I started learning more like from these people. Like I was talking about with Zach and Mario going way back. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, okay, I need to do research. I'm paying for insurance. Like, what am I doing? Like, but I guess I don't cover insurance. Don't cover it anyway. Yeah. So, right. you know, and I figured, you know, dealing with what I'm, what I have with, I have the medical records I have from my incident to the surgery, to the post-surgeries, to the script of the papers that they have me trying out, like the A's, B's and C's that don't work. Like. Yeah, you had like, enough documentation, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Pain. And, I mean, that was absolutely. like... And so, and I get it, like, you can't physically see it, but mine's like on internal, you know? Yep. But... So are you off of all opioids Yeah, right absolutely. Now, it was then, like, from that moment that I tried that, whatever it was, I think it was like an OG, I can't remember, Skywalker, whatever it was, I remember him saying an OG Kush. I like, it was like, love at first sight. Like, I was, there was like all the relief without the icky side effects from, that I get from like the pharmaceuticals. Right. Instead of feeling worse, you felt better. Yeah, I felt better. Right? And like, I didn't have, like I said, that throbbing and the iron sensation from my chronic headaches. And I also, this is before my accident, but I've had chronic insomnia, like ever since I've been little, I just, it's just oh, the yeah, way it is. This, well, yeah, that, that's, that's magic, something we all you got, the, <laughs> you got the magic pill, yeah. right? So yeah, like it just seemed to solve so many things that, these pills can't really I do you know in the long no, run and can't. it seemed like those to ki- not just harm you but they kill you and so I figured this is like I started to do more research and look into the plant more and like there's still way more I need to learn but you know figure out THC and CBD and all these other ones like you know CBC and CBG and CBN and THCV and THCA and all this it keeps going like the list goes and goes but you know, there's so many medicinal benefits that were like so eye-opening. I was just in shock. Like I was like, "Wow, this is like what the government's been repressing us all this time." Like, it does seem like that. Like doesn't it? they're keeping us from this like natural alternative medicine. Yeah. Like when you you tried in 2005, and then you start using it, and basically mm-hmm. your options are smoke flour, right? Well, yeah. At the time, basically, I had a friend that his cousin basically had what we would call the plug, the connect. Uh-huh. And yeah, I had flowered. I mean, at that time we really, we had great 
different varieties, great strains, big, beautiful buds. I think they were coming from like California or Oregon. I can't remember at the time, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, like we had, whether it was you wanted flower, dads weren't as big back then. It was mostly just flower. And then a little bit later on, maybe like maybe five, 10 years as down the line is when carts maybe started to pop up. Like yeah, the, it doesn't seem like, like those I never weren't, saw a cart until 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I ever saw a cart. Like, it was weird. Get out of here. I just yeah, thought it was like, oh Because all gosh. I knew was, you know, you, like, you, what you the flower yeah, in a little, I mean, in a little uh, glass pipe. You in know? a glass that, pipe. That, that's what I, you know, that's what <laughs> that I knew. Was it. And then, it was and either then, a glass pipe or what you could make. Then you saw carts and you're like, <laughs> get out of here. Now they're the hot thing. Now everybody's got carts. Yeah, yeah so honestly, just between that and obviously as time rolled on and I've been working, like I said, you know, it's a steady job. I'm fortunate that I've had a consistent living 15 now plus years. And, so and you I, believe cannabis helped you? Absolutely. Like that. cannabis saved my life. It helped make you a functioning like, member of it's society. It's given me yeah. back right, like, things I wouldn't ever have that the pills like give you bedridden. They keep turn you off from life. Like you, you're numb. Where cannabis like it almost like puts life in me like i'm able to work longer better more efficient i can be around my family more often and not hurt like and when you mentioned insomnia and i can I mean, sleep there's nothing worse than getting up the no. next day and not sleep you're like oh man i got an hour of sleep now i'm expected to go to work yeah and be you know nice to my yeah. fellow employees nice, yeah. cordial <laughs> obey the rules yeah. Yeah, and now you have you get a it's not so it's not really just the pain relief. It's the added benefit of now you sleep better so you you actually have less pain because you sleep better and you can recover better. Yes. Yes, I get better night's sleep between it being able to combat my insomnia and the pain. <laughs> like I'm forever grateful for this plant. Tell us about your tell me about your tolerance. Did your tolerance at the beginning obviously pretty low, right? Everybody yeah. starts oh, out yeah. pretty low. For sure. How long, like what's your use looked like? Has it gone up and down? Has it just always it's kind of It's been a roller coaster, up? really. Like, honestly, there's sometimes that I've done tolerance breaks even, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Like as much as you think I'm like consuming, like there's no, times No, I like, mean, I think the, the reason I ask is because I, like, I don't know your use. And, no, no, right. Just to I'm kind of give you an idea that, of what it looks like. Yeah. Right. Like I'm so, assuming that it's going to go up sometimes. It is. Go down Definitely. The more and, I find, the more I use... Like for me, for example, I like to start my day with dabs. Like, I don't know what it is, but from waking up and like having sore joints and my, you know, your muscles, like it helps get things a little bit loosened and laxed. And so between I get my dab in me, I take, cause I'm working on the office. So I work a lot of the keyboard, the mouse, I take my balm. I always rub my balm on. That's really effective. Helps like my wrists and my right shoulder and I'm able to go like between my good dab and if I don't have a dab, then definitely flower. That's what I'm resorting to. Mm-hmm. And then gummies, like you got to be careful because sometimes I overdo it and it could be like too much at once and you're done. Like, I'm sorry, but you might have to clock out for the day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> This is, we, we always recommend that people start without edibles. Low and slow for like, sure. I like agree. don't start with edibles. They're just, they're hard to adjust to. It is. I know it's well, easy. They're creepy. They creep up on they you. They creep right? up on you. And then you get two hours in and you're like, wow, this is, if this gets any worse, <laughs> I'm in trouble. Well, you might be an hour in and you might be thinking, oh, this gets any worse. I'm, yeah, exactly. Like, like you said, I've got to clock out. <laughs> exactly. But they're so convenient. 
because oh. they're they're very discreet. There's no absolutely. You know, they're they're relatively healthy from a from a use standpoint and a side effect standpoint. But yes. but they're but they're a little tricky. And they there's are. been a ton of man. Have you seen like it seems like the feeds are all about these drinks and these added yeah. things you're you're adding to the uh, adding to a drink. Oh, for like THC, you mean? Yeah, THC. Yeah, like, I've seen that. I've seen that. I think is it uh, Select that has those new drops? I I think. I was yeah, you add them to at. it. Is and it, Cure Leaf owns that um, company. They're not available in Utah. So for any listeners, oh, yeah, I, was cannot, say, I haven't seen these. You cannot <laughs> have. You can't have drinks in Utah, and you can't technically technically have edibles oh. in Utah. You can have gelatinous cubes. That's the gummies we get, which is the gummies okay. you get. Which as of April first. You cannot, they won't be coated in sugar. Wait, wait, tell me more about this. Cause I, I think we talked about what? that. On yeah, we talked episode. a little bit to Rich. So how's Elborn that going to work this? with all these sugar coated ones? Like, Why can't they have But sugar it's not, it? I don't think it's the Department of Health's, um, like it wasn't their rule. Okay. I think it was the Department of Agriculture, but because you can have gelatinous cubes, but you can't have edibles, my understanding is the sugar coating makes them more candy-like oh, and so more tractable more to attractive like, to, to kids yeah and, the youth yeah more tasty so they're gonna essentially individually wrap every single gelatinous cube oh you know, to God. keep them from sticking together because there's a lot they more only things to worry about like the candy <laughs> aisle in grocery store or, right the, or, the or, sugar you know consumption I mean? like, of like, american children uh, get real like, yeah like to me that there's a lot more to worry about than right if, my gelatinous we, we probably sugar should, on it. Maybe we should just educate people to buy a locking case. Yeah. Put their put their medicine into the locked cabinet and keep it safe. Right. Like oh, there that you would go. probably be just as effective. Yeah. No, it's it's uh you know, we like to hound those guys on like little things like this. And I'm sure they think the same thing. They're like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, but you know, it probably seems like the right thing to do to adjust the rules. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, we got off topic. No, no, no that's, you're a, fine. that's a joy but of the, a podcast. But the, the use, right? So have you gotten up to a point where you've been using like an ounce a week or an ounce a month? No, but what I do is I like to mix it up. So I used to, before becoming legal, I used to really just stick one way. I'd use heavy flour. Maybe sometimes I'd switch it to dabs. I kind of flip-flop, to be honest. And then once becoming legal and now having these options and like I experiment. So I'm very, I like to branch out. Mm -hmm. Like I did start here at Wholesome. That's where I brought my letter because I was down off Dover Street off Empathetic. So it was like seven, 10 yeah. minutes away. So I was married. I didn't realize I was married to Wholesome, you know, until yeah, I got at my the time. car at the time. Right. So all it's the farthest from me because I'm all the oh, way in West shoot. Valley. Yeah. yeah because Kearns. you had a letter. Yeah. Because I had a letter. Yeah. But I immediately had already paid the fee before walking out of Empathetics. I did the online fee. So it was already pending to convert. Mm -hmm. I see. But it still took like 10, I can't remember how long it was, but it was like a little bit less than two weeks. Yeah. But it yeah, felt forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it does. And they're going to be, so that everybody knows, they're, they are going to upgrade the system and they passed a rule to allow us to oh, give wow. Cards immediately won't be effective till later this year, October, November. Oh, nice! But then you you'll go back to this system where you can leave your QMP. You can go right over, like here, we're right next to Wholesome Recording. Yeah, and you can leave here and you can walk right through the door, check in, and boom, purchase, just like the letter program. That's, so so that's now to look with forward to. yeah with access though you you can kind of yeah. you can switch it up you can. Well, buy a little, you don't have to buy a ton. It kind of like opened the floodgates, if you will. 
Like, you know, and not like that, but, you know, it really introduced a whole new realm of like products and varieties that I didn't, didn't have that opportunity before. And so I do, I trial and error. I'm like that trial and error guy, you know, I first try it. If it works, then I will stick behind it. If it don't, then ax off the list. Do you have a favorite strain? Uh, definitely. Um, like some, overall, you've been enjoying or here. lately. I Over, don't know. Both. Yeah, overall. Overall. Well, overall, I'm a huge OG fan. Okay. Obviously, yeah. Like anything really OG, Skywalker OG from Perfect Earth, it seems to really kick me good, like hit me where I need to be. So anything- I, haven't, I haven't been up to Perfect Earth yet. Yeah. No, I mean, we need those guys to come on the podcast, but, they, but they're but they growing some pretty good product up there too, right? That's it does. The, I've been keeping I mean, my eyes on them. Yep. They have a pretty interesting, beautiful looking grow, so we'll see what they produce. Yep. So, so you and you follow you follow pretty much all the growers and the yeah you know when the drops are happening. What we'll try? So to. essentially, we could just follow you, and we would know <laughs> you'd be like I the, wish. The kayak, <laughs> right of of the um, of the cannabis industry. It's just you'll not- keep track of it all for us, and you'll let us know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't mind at all helping. I mean, honestly, ever since this, uh, you know, not just this podcast, but you know, with the whole program we have and the IG. Like I get DMs daily, like to this mm-hmm. day, like people, I don't know. And they ask me like, Hey, how was that? Or, Hey, what was this? Or because I've certain things that I have tried or, you know, let people known about mm-hmm. things that may have worked for me and that didn't work for me. That's right. And Cause so, on your Instagram, you post all the stuff you're getting. I have had most of them that are definitely ones that work for me. And then very, I think there might've been very, very few that I've let known didn't cut the work, didn't cut it basically. Yeah. But the majority of them, yes, they're winners nice. for me anyway. So what, what about your family and friends, man? What do they think about your cannabis use? Um, they're honestly, they think it's probably the best thing that happened to me from the ones, at least the closest ones that see me at my darkest time back then, you know, they fully support what I'm doing and what's going on in Utah as far as progressing towards hopefully legalizations because everyone should have the right to enjoy this God-given plant. Like no one should be deprived of this. Like we're all dealing with something in some form or fashion. Well, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like who, who said that one of the pharmacists, I think that we talked to said that we chatted with and they were like, we all kind of use it medicinally, even if we're not right. All well, uses yeah, medicinal. All, yeah. You because know, you're all, yep. you're kind of using it for a reason. Yeah. yeah people yeah. that, if you interview cannabis users, I mean, you're using it for all kinds of things, yeah. right? You're using it for the Saturday afternoon, you know, creative jam session. Yeah. You're using it when you paint. You're using it to sleep, to suppress dreams. If you have PTSD, think of all the things. And this is all just something, you know, that somebody who has access to it would would just use it for. Almost instinct. It's almost like an instinct. Yeah, exactly. Right? No, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you, you reach for something that helps you feel better or, and if it didn't work, then you move you, on. I mean, you move def- on. Absolutely. Yep. That's just the way it works. That's the rules of logic. So, or nature of the law, however you want to say it, but, or put it, I just, I'm grateful for the, you know, not just the platform, but seeing how far Utah has come, like has made me at least happy. Like yeah. I know there's a lot of people that aren't happy and I get, I get also DMs of that too, so don't get it like do it's people, all sunshine. Don't get it do twisted. DM you hate, like, oh yeah, oh absolutely. Hate stuff like what? What kind of? I mean, stuff do they like? 
They think cannabis they, should be illegal I've been told I'm getting bamboozled. You're getting, you know, like ripped off, like. Okay, da, 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 okay, da. okay. Like so the, it all comes down to I didn't the know price. If they were like, if they were like That's saying, like, that... it all honestly comes down to not just the price, but I also understand and I can express their frustrations in a sense that I do think we need more cultivators. Like, eight ain't enough. Like, it's just not enough for our state. And seeing like the new magazine, which is awesome, by the way, by Cole. Shout out yeah. to Cole. Faces, yeah. Awesome Salt Bake City magazine. Yeah. Beautiful layout of them showing all the pharmacies, labeling them, addresses, numbers. But it's not enough. Like, what about all those rural areas? Like, what about them? Like, yeah. It really is. Like, I've been thinking about, like, you Justice know? and St. George, right? They're going to open in a, in a couple the, of months. Yeah, I heard that. And 420, maybe? There's going to be one. <laughs> oh, if they make it to, if they make, they got a lot of work to do. Shout out <laughs> to those guys, though. They, they could pull it off. But they're the only place, you know, you've got to buy it there. you got to go up to Bloom and Cedar City. Yep. Who will open about the same time. Okay. I mean, these are, you wouldn't. Well, there isn't another industry that you would have that limited. No, well, not St. at all. St. George's is full of old people, so I would imagine they're all going to get their cars. I mean, Definitely. You would think, right? So like, as the more it gets legitimized, the better it will be. And I think... That's my um, hope. That's my right, hope. That, and that's what I get knocked down on all the time, too, is because like really? my optimism and they're like, you know, well, you need to put more pressure on so-and-so. And I get that. You do need to do your part. But, you know, what you can do easy things like make send emails, make phone calls. Like we all could do that. Sure. You and know? you're not going to get it all the way. No, like you're never going to get your cake and eat it too. Right. It's all right. in good time. That's my optimism is, you know, in good time. You know, like, look, I didn't even think Utah would be legal. Like I could be no, doing we- this right now, like 32, 2020. I never thought this would happen. Like. Even thinking back when I, as I visited all of our neighboring states, you know, Cali, Colorado, that's my favorite, you know, best prices, you know, um, Oregon, New Mexico, Arizona, you know, I've been all over just around us and everyone's got their own nice, sweet pieces of the pie. But, you know, like Utah's done something uncovering these extra cannabinoids, like we could really do something here and like changing, I think the whole market, like as far as the medical industry. Have you been watching that? Like absolutely, that other compared to other states that are surrounding us, and this is something I guess I haven't paid a lot of attention to, is are other states focusing on the medicinal qualities of the other cannabinoids? No, it's just think, Utah. Like, Colorado is more of a rec state. Correct. So they're just like they're just saying let's just, just sell weed, THC. Weed, weed, yeah, yeah. Just sell well, THC. Between you, like I love your and Blake show. Like oh yeah, I'm on that on on it like bonnet. You know, like, honestly, I can't get enough of it. That's a great show, by the way. It's amazing. But. Thanks. It's really fun to produce. And the and I, we feel like it's getting a little bit better as we go. And for those, you know, for listeners who don't know what it is, it's Discover Marijuana on YouTube. Yeah. And it's Blake Smith from Zion Medicinal, who is a bioanalytical chemist, knows a lot oh, yeah. about Seems like the cool details, guy. right? He's like the mad scientist. And I'm trying to make sense of it all, you know, <laughs> and bring it back to like... You're awesome. Usable, like, usable info. But guys, it's a fun place for people to go get more info, like legitimate. We talk about the good and the bad. Right, right. And that's what I like is you guys do like to at least bring the truth to what's happening, not just with the plant, but, you know, other shine light, like with, you know, the laws and stuff and making mm-hmm. sure we're in the nose and the nows and being safe and things like that. Right. Back- Utah's a little different than other medical states, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. 
Way different, shall I say. <laughs> but you know what, though? The more I learn about a lot of these other states, I find out that there's some other states with goofy stuff, too. I know yeah. we were talking about Florida. Yeah, we were Florida. talking about how they were yeah. trying to limit the, the percentage yeah. of THC to I, 10%. I just heard, heard about that. I was like, That's get out of crazy. here. crazy. And then in Georgia, the law that they're working on now will allow people to buy two weeks worth of flour. That's it. You can buy a two-week supply. And then you have to, so you have to purchase a lot, which is hard for people who live far away from a farm. Yeah. Who decides what's two weeks supply? Though? Right. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So, so back to, you were mentioning how we need more than eight growers in Utah. Yes. Did you run into like any, especially, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're a pretty heavy user of cannabis uh, or, you know, use it pretty regularly. Yeah. Did you run into any problems with supply? Because I mean, I still run into problems. Yeah, I with do supply. every day. Yeah, every day I, mean, I do. Every day you to still... this day I run into problems with supply. Like sometimes I'll try a certain flower that I really finds well, you know, that meshes well with me and then they won't have it some days. Yeah. And you or know, ever again. Or ever again for that <laughs> yeah. matter. Oh, I find us on the next batch three whatever months from now or whatever. Yeah. Um and then obviously I'm more on concentrates. Like that's my thing as I love my concentrates and like I'm grateful with what we have now, but it just seems like we need so much more. There just needs to yeah, be and so you much. Need a lot more product to build to make more concentrates. And that's what the cult, you know, limiting the cult, you know, it's just all tying hand in hand where it's like, yeah, you know. Obviously, it's gotten better, right? As the cultivators have started growing a little bit more, the supply has gotten better. You yeah, it like has, but like, you know, you're choking the chicken where you got to feed the geese kind of thing. Well, excuse my language, but, no, no, you're <laughs> but you're, you know, uh, like, I just wish there was more, I think would allow them to focus on longer grows than turning over these 60 day grows, which I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with, like they've helped me, but there could be getting so much more from the plant maturing more than these kind of speed cycle kind of things, which mm. still work. And I'm not knocking yeah, that. Yeah, but they're but they're doing that but, because they they've they they feel like they have to. Right, right? you're kind of they pinning them in a it. corner, right? And I and I get their aspect too. Like you're kind of oh, like speed growing the weed, right? Yeah, is that not, are picking certain strains their, or genetics? Now educate me. Is that is that not good to speed? Grow well, you're things you're or, growing. Or? It depends, right? You're you're growing a, a mm -hmm. cultivar that is going to be able to harvest fast mm -hmm. because it's going to be harvest fast. Uh, does that make sense? You're growing a cultivar that you can harvest fast because of the quickness with which you can harvest it. That's the only reason you're picking that strain. Or what's going to yield the most. Or yield. And in the long run, that doesn't work because that isn't necessarily the best medicine. Hmm. Or the best thing for the patient. Right. It's just the best thing for like getting flour into the pharmacies right, right. now. And to your point, Carlos, the... The idea of more growers isn't necessarily that we will have less profits. And I think the industry looks at it that way, right? The yeah. eight growers, they want to protect their, their investment. Right. And they don't want any more growers. They just want to grow to their own. Up, right. Almost. And on the one hand, you want them to to build out their whole facilities and be at full production before you make that decision. On the other hand... But then they're going to have so much of a head start. On the other on guys that are just else? trying to build up as they are now too. So like, right. why not give everyone a shot all at the same time and as things progress? And you would think that if these guys are growing and there's 25,000 patients, as we approach 75,000 
Utah. Oh, wow. Is that right, right? now? It, no. Well, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying in the future, we have 25,000 legal patients now Oh, wow. Even that's remarkable. Wow. Wasn't it only like not even a third of that or fourth of that, what they projected? Yeah. Uh, and there's differing when we well, don't, talk don't to, ask Rich that because <laughs> he, you know, he'll be like, well, we didn't maybe really project half. or whatever. But I, I mean, I've heard 6,000. Yeah. They projected 6,000. Oh, the first gosh, that's while, ridiculous. And 16,000 the first year. OK. And we're 10,000 more than that. I mean, we've really I think we've done well. And I the Department of Health likes that there's a lot of patients. And I think that's important for the whole program. Yeah. That there's a lot of patients it's growing. It's growing. But if you can't supply them, what good is it? True. Yeah. So as we approach, right, they're doing 500 cards a week at the state. Wow. So they're increasing by a couple of thousand a month. If you extrapolate that out, like if we're short on supply now, we may continue to be short on supply. Especially when that number just gets bigger. That's just going to, as we only have these eight to work with, I see your, what you're, where you're going with this. Like it, I, it don't look good. Is what is what is what almost what makes is it like that's what I'm, I'm making, picking up here. Yeah, I, that's what that's the argument I'm making. At least for patients and availability of the product. Yeah, I don't know that that's the truth. I'm just bringing that up. It does seem like if you're short now, and, and granted that, these guys aren't totally up and running fully, fully, but we're twenty five thousand patients now, a and year we're in. growing. Yeah, quickly. Yeah, where are we going to be in twenty? And it's only getting quicker know? because of the right. system. And the system is getting better and better. More efficient. And as, and as more and more people realize it's a legitimate medicine, that will only increase the size of the system faster. Or people are still finding out it's even legal here in Utah. Yeah, that's, yeah people that's the come weird in part. every day. Every day to our clinic. Every well, single I still day. Run they're into like, f- I just found out this was legal last week. And you're like, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for this day 10 years ago. You know what I mean? I've been counting this day. That was so down. funny. You guys are ahead of the curve, honestly. Yeah. You are. You are ahead of me. I'm yeah. on my card. I'm patient, you know, 30,000 plus later. You know, where the heck was I? I should have been 300 or less. You know, I should have been in the, that, no, in that <laughs> in the, now. In the beginning. Oh, you know, yeah, a year yeah. sooner. You should have known. You should have known. That was, that was a pretty beginning. cool day. I was actually at the Dragonfly opening, the first, do that first Oh, with day. Mario. Yeah, man. Marijuana. I mean, I didn't go in. Oh, his episode too, I, I I've heard. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't go into the, oh, yeah. to the dispenser. I was just there to kind of, when they did the ribbon cutting, but it was such, I mean, goosebumps, man, just because I was like, wow, we have this. This is yeah, it pretty it be intense. surreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're going to do a big uh, 420. Uh, oh, I can't imagine. They did the deal. one year anniversary, which was huge. Like I can't, I I, hope, yeah. I, I just can't they're imagine gonna, what they got in store They're going to put up for. a big event, big announcements um, coming out of there. That'll be exciting. 420, yeah. So what would you tell, this is a question I ask quite a few patients that come on here, uh, Carlos, is mm-hmm. like, what would you tell somebody? Like, I, I, I would imagine people are listening that are still on the fence about trying medical cannabis, medical sure. marijuana. Sure. Uh, what would you, would you give them any advice or suggestions or words of, you know, words of assurance like just yeah. to put their mind at ease that, Hey, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I would say, you know, don't be afraid, you know, like it's a natural alternative medicine that with its endocannabinoid system that I've been learning about and our bodies that naturally have a cannabinoid system. Like we're just like a perfect mesh, you know, no. we're like made for each other in a sense. And I don't want to get off a sauce or into that, but you know, like it's just a so much better alternative, like just to take that leap, you know, like for me, I waited a year and I went through pain and I went through suffering and I went through things that I shouldn't have longer than I shouldn't have. Should I have been of lack of knowledge or education about this plant, you know? 
And it would have avoided all that suffering and all that time that I spent bed-driven and unmotivated and away from my family, you know? Yeah. You're like, like, give me my life back. I want my life right. back. And, and I don't, yeah, and I don't want to make it seem like it's the unicorn of all things, you know, because for some people it don't work either. But, yeah. You know, for the vast majority of us, it works. And, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Like, numbers yeah. don't lie. Patients should, people should take advantage of the education yeah, that that's you the can biggest find gap. online. Yeah, there's so much the or information yeah. that you can find now online and with friends and with things like this podcast and right, like take advantage of the of what you didn't have in 2005. Yeah, and what we now at are, our are building right this with intro technology. into the legitimacy of something that m- that may help you. Oh, I I think it will. I mean, this is I. Not just for myself, I can personally speak, but I've seen this help from family members, from my grandma, from my aunt, from my sister. Like, I've seen this. Oh, so it's helped out family members too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's not just me. Like, this is like, I think this is better than reaching for that medicine cabinet and grabbing the aspirin and grabbing the ibuprofen and grabbing the pain pill or grabbing the, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, that's a pharmaceutical. And I'm not saying all pharmaceuticals are bad because they have their purpose in their own way, but this plant like cannabis is just a lifesaver in my eyes. Like it's drastically changed my life for the better that I'm just, I don't know. I can't be grateful enough. Like I'd be dead if it wasn't for cannabis. Dude, I'm glad, I'm glad we got you on the show. I'm glad. Thank you for coming and recording with us. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's definitely our pleasure. No, you're, you're welcome, man. I appreciate you guys. Like I let, I learned a lot from your podcast and um, like you were saying, Utah, I'm probably saying it wrong, but the Utah marijuana in the org. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Like very knowledgeable, educational. And it really gives me something to look forward to. Like every week I'm always like stoked to like tune in, like, Hey, what's Tim and Blake? And yeah, like, what's, what, what are we going to learn we today? And, what are we going to listen to and, on the podcast? You know, hey, what's going to be on, on, on Chris's podcast this time? Who's going to be the guest? Like, is it the ham guy or is it the pharmacy guy or the, High Times Magazine CEO lady or, <laughs> you know, Mario back here working and, you know, doing his thing. You know, it's just yep. coming from so many different parts of the world and dynamics. This is, you know, been exciting for me to be a part of. And that's what I like. Like, you know, we tear each other down so much. Like, we need to lift each other up more often. Mm-hmm. And I think being in the cannabis community is part of that, you know, lifting one another up, not being in the negative and t- just focusing on the bad but at the same time we don't want to be ignorant like we want to try and make change for the better and so that's why i was just getting on the whole limit and limited cultivator thing right because i wish that was like double yeah well it'll get there and i mean rich was even saying you know like let's see what happens get all these up and going everything up and going right all the shops up and going all the growers up and going and yeah but i'm afraid it'll be kind of like the um construction i-15 construction right like i felt like they didn't like (laughs) attack yeah. it soon enough so it was just we grew too fast to you know it's always construction oh, yeah. so it's like why not just make enough dispensaries or pharmacies open now for the projected growth is what i see yep yeah anyway no i mean i think you're right like i mean us utahns you know i think we're we like to wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean in general i know we're a conservative state obviously yeah. we get that rap all the time but you know like salt lake city i think 
is going to show that we are willing to change for the better and wanting this medicine that's just going to make us feel better and heal, like that's going to ripple throughout the state, you know, but it just seems like everything's so focused in on us. Yeah. Right. The county and, you know, everyone deserves to feel good, you know, like no one should be put in that position to have to choose, you know, do I need to take this pain pill or do I need to like be dying for like the next hours, you know, like, no, right. So with cannabis, you don't you don't have to worry about that. Like, I've been able to take such a variety of like, I mean, I'm sure obviously I don't know if you've seen my IG, but they have those FSO uh, pills. Those are freaking awesome. Those help my insomnia better than anything. The, oh, the the RSO pills? The, no, no, the the green ones, the extra strength. The, oh, the dose. The dose. Yeah, dose. Okay. Those those will dose you up for sure. Like, to try those, yeah. Yeah, like the extra strength. Those, because like I said, I've done trial and error. Those were great. The strawberry orange ones is like the next best go-to for me. They're 500 milligram ones, the, the 50 milligram each per gummy. Okay. Uh-huh. Those ones also, those help my migraines and my insomnia. Those will help me go right out and sleep through the night. That's the key is like I just weren't able to sleep all the times through the night. I wake up, toss and turning, yeah. hours, you know, maybe sleep an hour, wake up an hour kind of thing. But those will actually let me like rest all the way like a normal like six to eight yeah, but yeah. sometimes longer if i'm like really feeling like woozy and i want to like live it up you know for a little <laughs> while it up. you know <laughs> living on the edge get a couple extra hours right. of sleep you know but um you know between and, and it's like you said discreet low-key medicating like yeah. i don't have to smell like flower like if I'm, i need to be somewhere where i you know we still live in a state well you want to get professional you know right you right and there's a stigma unfortunately with this plant still it's just the way it is like and hopefully in time, I think that'll change. But mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want to be walking around. Sometimes when you're around corporate execs, smell like flower. Like I'll tell you that, like cannabis flower. But, you know, that's where I do. I'm able to take those FS full spectrum, yeah. extra dose cannabis capsules. Or I have recently experimented with the RSO ones. As a matter of fact. The, the RSO capsules? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw those. I was, I was wondering how those were. Because I was supposed to take my dose, but I didn't. But yeah, these, I don't know if it's okay or not. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's these one. Um, these ones work good too, but I don't know if you want to check them out. Yeah, here I mean I've I've seen pictures. I haven't seen the actual. No, yeah, I haven't seen the bottle itself. They honestly, the green ones are better. I'll be honest, they're more effective. These ones are a little bit more of a light punch for me, yeah. but that's good because sometimes I don't always need that heavy hitting one that's going to put me out for the night. I need that one that's a little yeah. bit. A more mild, but still takes what I need away, that pain and letting me function, like be able to, oh, sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. Just being able to like function, you know, and think straight, you know? So I love those capsules. Um, The gummies, like you said, I've done a lot of trial and error there. I'm not a fan of like the hundred milligram trike ones. They just, I tried them. I tried all 10. They didn't, there was nothing that happened. All 10 at one time? Mm -hmm. Mine like didn't do anything for nothing you? Nothing at all. I tried the trike. It was the Apple Indica THC ones. And so I was like, yeah, no, I'm not getting this again. But hopefully they come out with another, like, more potent one. 
that's what I'm excited for is as 2021 and going to 2022 is to see the the products that are coming out. Oh yeah. Like even a year ago, like if you've been a patient, right? Going yeah, back a year, yeah. I'm sure like the whole menu is like night and day going back this time of year. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I remember going into Dragonfly and there was like four <laughs> options yeah. and then, then there was three. <laughs> right. And then you could buy the... tincture. And that was pretty much all you <laughs> could buy. And that's actually, I was going to cover that with you because tinctures is one thing I've tried that, at least for what I deal with specifically, it's the perfect dosing. Like you said, you can precision dosing, but I don't get that bang for my buck yep. that I need because, you need a because stronger, I need that stronger. Yes. So there are. So for somebody like you, right, you need a thousand milligram, you Some, need a thousand milligrams of THC in one vial, yeah, yeah. and now you're buying two hundred and fifty milligrams THC in one vial, right? And it's just a matter of time until that product. comes. And I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, right? Really, what you what you need is a, a nano emulsified THC oil that has a thousand milligrams in that one thirty mil thirty ml bottle, right? Okay, and that's going to absorb faster. Is going to be more potent, and it's it's going to be affordable. Like something like that would be affordable, right? For for somebody with a relatively high tolerance. Yeah, I mean at that point, but it's just with where it's at now. It doesn't seem like it with the tinctures and the prices and no, it, where the dose. Not, like it's just like like I said, I don't just get that. But like yep. you said, in due time, I it's think. a this is a real balance for the for the for the marketplace because most users are going to be on the low end of tolerance where five or 10 milligrams of THC is, is going, going to be do plenty. It. Yeah. And for somebody who needs 50, 60, 70 milligrams at a dose, the cost per milligram of THC comes into play. Yeah. So right? you're not on the same playing field really. So really, let's say 80% of the patients in Utah need that low, low dose. Yeah. So most of the products going to be tailored see, towards them. Yep. All the, that makes the products sense. you see are t- more tailored toward yeah. that, that intro, that intro medical user. And that's why your concentrates need to come. They need therefore for people who have a higher tolerance and people who have more serious conditions too, they're necessary. There's just fewer patients in that space. Which I appreciate you explaining it like that because that does help put it in perspective for me. That like paints the picture for me. Yeah. I think like I'm excited like as we go, you know, fast forward the clock five years down the road to see like because we're big on pharmaceuticals in general that Utah like we're known for pain pills and opioids <laughs> you know it's not a good thing no we're getting and on the bandwagon though with with alternative medicine we're, right we're one of the biggest states for essential oils too right <laughs> right so so you could see like you could see that right. the state could get on board <laughs> right it's, it could be it could be really I'm actually surprised how many people are on board though I even saw I saw on Facebook about a week ago, I happened, I'm in this like Utah County Facebook group and they were complaining about this Springville dispensary opening up. People, oh, were, wow. oh really? Well, there was a couple of people, but then all these people just like saying how great it was. And I was like, well, this is great for Utah. You know, a couple of, a couple of like, uh, you know, moms, you know, uh-huh, you know the- oh, this is going to bring down our home value. Like that's what they were concerned about, bringing down their home value. With the, yeah, the community. Because, yeah, they're like, oh, is this, you know, is this just going to ruin our kids? Our, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But I was actually surprised on how many. There's there's a lot of people in this state that are actually on board and with, willing with, to be vocal yeah, on, with on cannabis because because of the be creams the closet, and, and really. stuff like that. I think it's because we've the way we've approached it. Yeah, with 
vape only, no flame. So we've taken away all that trashy cannabis look, right? Like, because mm-hmm. that's how most people just look at the joint. And yeah. You see that little guy, you know. That's the, the stigma is the it, bong, the yeah. deal with the dreads, which, the which, reggae. There's nothing wrong with yep. that. I mean, I love all that too, right? But yeah. that's not all there is to the medicine. No, not sure. at all. And when so. you're, and like I was saying earlier, I think when you're introducing this to a population that is mostly conservative, if you can do it in the right way, then you can get buy-in. And we can create a better program in the end. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to have to live with the bumps. Yeah. I mean, that's just life, right? You got to take the good with the bad. And that's where I'm trying to stay optimistic, you know, just hang in there. We never thought we'd even be 35th or whatever it was medical. So, you know (laughs) what? God bless me. You know, let's just keep on writing. You know, we got to just do it. Take the nitty gritty with it. So that's... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say that's why I was excited about the five years from now to see our yeah. case study with, I'm hoping to see, like, excited to see where the opioid drop is and mm-hmm. that not just the drop, but like the deaths, you know, like yeah. there's people dying out here now because of this thing. Like, yeah, hundreds still. It, it's not a joke, you know. It's like, I think more than ca- traffic accidents almost. I don't know the comparison, but I think there were 463 opioid deaths in 2018 was oh the latest number. Yeah, that's awful. In Utah. Thing, like, it's a lot. It's one too many. Mm-hmm. Can listeners, how can they connect with you? What's your Instagram again? Oh uh, yeah. It's uh, just my name. Uh, it's so Carlos Lopez. But any I spaces have, or anything? I do have, I have underscores. So it's a little complicated. It's C underscore A underscore R underscore L, L underscore okay. O underscore S underscore. And then Lopez, L O P E Z. So I know is that's it like Lopez a, underscore. No, 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 it's one solid. Okay. Okay. So just Carlos is our underscore. And if you're looking for Carlos, you can go to Utah marijuana <laughs> org, uh, Instagram and just look to the comments. You'll find him. Yeah. 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 I'm that's the, that's probably the easiest way to find him. No, I but that's, I love it. I love how active you are on there, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's that. important for us to, to keep people engaged and I, we really appreciate it. We, we really do. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. That means a lot because I, I love you guys. Like, honestly, like Thanks, watching man. your show, like this is the beauty of cannabis. Like I never would have reached these relationships of mm-hmm. even being able to sit here and do this. Like I'm just very, that's what I'm saying. I'm very grateful for this medicine mm-hmm. and We're grateful our program too, and you guys like the platform. Like this is amazing. Like, and you got, you make it seem like, like you said, it's legitimized and it's respectable. Like you guys are professional about what you do and the way you go about it and the way you educate patients and keep us knowledge and in the now of the laws. Like, I love it. Like I can't get enough of it. I just want to learn more and I appreciate you guys. Like really it means a lot to me. So thank you. Perfect place to end the show. I think. Absolutely. Thank you again for coming and recording with us. I mean, I can't urge people enough to go follow you on Instagram connect with you, send you a message, send Carlos a message. Say, Hey, I heard you on I am Salt Lake or not. I am Salt Lake. That's my, <laughs> say, I heard you on Utah on the weeds. That's my other podcast. I am Salt Lake. Yeah. I yeah, forget. Listen to, that, <laughs> listen to that podcast too. You've uh, been doing that one a long time. Yeah, long eight, time. eight and a half years. Now, Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I need to get on that one more. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I haven't as much. I've well, that's how, oh, I, met, that's how into, I met Tim. Though. Yeah, when I you're into Tim. the cannabis scene, you got a, you got a cannabis podcast here. When you're into the Salt Lake scene, yeah. In the Utah scene, you got I Am Salt Lake. We got it all yeah. covered right here. Yeah. <laughs> We're local. Chris is local. I love it. I love yeah. it. No idea. Anything else you want to add, Tim? Nope. This is this has been fun. Thanks, Carlos. I appreciate you coming on. 
go to uh, utahmarijuana.org slash podcast is where you can listen to all the previous podcasts. You can, we should be in all the podcast apps. If we're not in a podcast app that you use, reach out to Tim or myself and I will try my hardest to get us in there. Uh, leave us a review in iTunes if you haven't. Uh, I'm trying to think what else there is to say. Any other, utahmarijuana.org is the hub. It's the hub and, and really it has the episodes as early as you can find them anywhere. Yeah. Right? So, all right, guys, stay safe out there.